America. My name is Amiose Frimpong. Usually I come to you on Thursday afternoons. I'm going to give you a special Monday show because people are screwing up how to interpret Kanye West or Ye and Deion Sanders' move and the link between them. And I think I can clarify this in a nice little short video. And it would be good for the nation because, make no mistake, the standing script is that Hitler is some bad, uniquely bad individual, and the ideology that supported him is uniquely bad and um, is uniquely evil. But that's not the case. It's actually... There is, a, there is a movement. It's part of a movement. Part of the movement started in the United States, especially when you research the history of the anti-miscegenation laws in Germany and the uh, laws against um, uh, blood citizen and the, and, the, and the citizenship laws that denied black people their rights, right? So there is, if you put it as uniquely bad and distinct from anything American, then you don't see how the same ideology still works in America. And you don't understand that our American genocidal maniacs are not, are similarly disposed and the culture that supported them is similarly disposed as a culture that supported the Nazis and Hitler, right? So if you draw a distinction between someone like Andrew Jackson and Hitler, I think that's a false distinction. They are, they share more similarities than they are differences. Andrew Jackson wanted to, like he led the charge to exterminate Native Americans and make sure that wanted slavery to 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 stay in the states. Um, and if you don't understand that, that one plantations were concentration camps and death camps, insofar as black life was utterly disposable. And the, mean, the minute you became inconvenient, they just put you down like a dog. That, that was what they were, right? And I, like, I don't think we understand the affinity between American culture and Nazi culture. And that, if it were the case that black people had a disproportionate amount of influence in very like central sectors like finance, and the production of culture and and academics then there would be death camps with black people in them right the whites would get nervous like anytime black people get a little bit of power at the community level the whites get nervous and you say army army how can you say that and you know i mean i could i could bring up <laughs> tulsa right uh tulsa 26 and the the history of program the u.s programs and pogroms in the united states and the black towns and in black neighborhoods in georgia where i am right now that are underwater because you know white people like wiped them out the the, the blacks became too uppity in some way or another, like the, the list of massacres is legion and black people wiped them out and, and white people wiped them out. Right. So the idea that genocide isn't um, in the American culture is is false. Right. It's and, and that the Nazis and um, Hitler is somehow uniquely bad in the history of America. We got Leopold. We got, you know, um, you know, Churchill starving Indians, like the Indian from, from India, like Hindus from India, like it's part of Truman, what Truman did in North Korea, they incinerated entire like 
not just townships, like swaths of the state with, and like, without, without regard. And that was a war we, Korea was a war we entered by choice because we didn't want the Soviets to get a W in their proxy war. So like we just decided to incinerate Koreans. Weren't that great to South Koreans either, but we just incinerated North Koreans. And that was a full ego war. That was a full, and then it metastasized into Vietnam, right? So um, this idea that genocide is a uniquely German thing kind of degrades both the pre-genocidal impetus that was in America that allowed, like that gave him the, gave Hitler kind of the ideas and the mechanisms to codify that racial degradation. And also um, it degrades, it, it degrades like the, the abject atrocities that were, you know, chattel slavery. Right. So, and, and what that means is that black people in the United States now are forced, are mandated to learn that awful white genocidal maniacs have both sides. That's the song that black people, that's the dance that, that the whites make black people dance awful genocidal white maniacs they're both sides of the situation they had to preserve you know we've talked to uh, other colonialized people that the, the the british always give the example well you know they built roads and trains don't mind the abject colonialism and degradation and extermination they built roads and trains in in, in america that's um like black people are forced to participate in rituals that honor white genocidal maniacs, right? And if you say, what do you mean, I mean, Well, think about an HBCU, you know, Jackson State University, named for Andrew Jackson, the same genocidal maniac who exterminated um, Native Americans and on one hand and exterminated um, and, you know, argued for slavery across the land on the other and was very serious about his white supremacy. So there's a way in which part of what it is to be a black American is to be forced to let um, white people decide who you're allowed to like and how you're allowed to like them and who you're not. I'm going to talk a little bit about this and draw um, uh, a tighter bead on the situation after I hit the intro. To the beach, Never change the ways for the world or the government If it was the president, then I would state facts You leave it up to me, I paint the White House black And it can feature in your front Alright, so it would be a little bit strange if you just saw a random, you know, proud Jewish person wearing a uh, Hitler State University sweatshirt It'd be a little bit strange because you would think that, you know, a, a proud Jewish person wouldn't have anything to do with, with honoring uh, Adolf Hitler. But yet, Jackson State University, that was an HBCU. Now, that's not a name or a man that black people chose to honor. It was a name of a man that white people chose to honor. And it's not an, exa it's not, um, an accident that... Uh, the black people in Jackson are so degraded, white people like 
determine everything about their life, including the cleanliness of their water. Like that's determined by a clan state legislature who may be different than the Nazis in Germany, or most likely not, because they're not really threatened by the black people. If black people, if black Mississippi actually had control of the education institutions or like a, a prominent presence in the education institutions, a uh, prominent independent autonomous presence in the education institutions, the cultural institutions, and the finance and banking institutions in Mississippi, there would be death camps in Mississippi. But we don't, because the whites don't have to. <laughs> the whites don't have to. They're not threatened. They are not duly threatened by black Mississippians. If they were, we would have a different discourse. Um, but they're not. This is why, you know, this is why the, the reconstruction ended because we realized that the whites weren't going to give up their racism. And so the North decided, well, let the whites have their racism. Sorry, blacks. You know, we want to do business with these folks. And that was how reconstruction ended, you know, and, and that's a problem. But it put black people in a position where we always have to both sides awful genocidal, um, you know, white figures. Now, Kanye does a rift on that. He plays jazz with the American tune by um, both siding Hitler, right? As if it's like some sort of random occurrence that he emerged in power and such as in, in, in Germany, right? So, I mean, Kanye is wrong about the microphones and the highways. Those were invented, you know, in, in different ways, but he doesn't read books, right? He's right about the impetus to both sides, like the casual impetus to both sides, awful genocidal white figures, because that's part of the black American experience. That is what it is to learn that like, well, you know, Jefferson might've done this, but he also did this. Madison might've done this, but you know, he also pushed for slaves to out of slavery all across the United States. But you know, you got to both sides, these guys, when they're actually pretty awful, they're awful. And they were knowingly awful and knowingly genocidal. And part of our American culture is that we decided that that was okay for the relative perks. And that's, and black people are determined, not externally determined, that means externally forced to honor that compromise. Okay, and those compromised figures. And then we extend that law, guess, to compromised figures outside of the united states and that's and, and 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 kanye that's what kanye does he extends that law guess to compromised figures outside of the united states and like like i said i don't think the guy doesn't read books i don't think he's he's, he's right on the particulars but the sentiment is very familiar because every time you see someone in a jackson every time you see a, someone proudly uh, standing by, you know, Jackson State, or even Americans, like, with the flag, um, it's the same sort of kind of, like, trying to see the good out of awful people. And honestly, you know, Kanye is very big about being Christian. He's honestly Christian. And this idea that he's not allowed to say, I love Nazis, and I love Jews, and I love Zionists, and I love Hitler, he's not allowed to say that means that some Christians are not really serious about being Christian, because Loving your neighbor, loving your enemy doesn't mean just mean loving your enemy. It means loving your enemy. So Kanye is saying that he loves your enemy, but he loves you too. 
And you're saying he's not allowed to say that. And I'm saying that's, that might not be the most Christian attitude that you'd have. And it's okay if you don't love your enemy, but you really should be very suspicious of saying that Kanye can't love your enemy as long as he says he loves you too. And he says it. You just have a problem with Kanye loving your enemy. And that, depending on who you talk to, might be more about you than it is about Kanye. Right? And it's definitely not necessarily or obviously Christian. Right? So uh, Kanye, he he's has his problems. Um, and like he's he's wrong on the facts, and like I don't care about mental illness, but what he is is off script and there are so few black people who are off script he's not on the gop script he's not on the um dem script and there's so, so few black people with prominent microphones stable microphones who are allowed to be off script it's really kind of refreshing and it opens up the degradation of that america heaps onto black people right so if you're saying like well he denied the holocaust Oh, yeah, I mean, there's a way in which that's what he did. There's also a way in which when Barack Obama flies into Flint, Michigan and takes a sip of water, he's, 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 he's doing a different kind of gaslighting and says, well, the water's clean now, then flies right back. Yeah, probably gets the stomach pumped. I don't know. <laughs> Goes on dialysis. But um, there is a way, in, and we have reports today that the water still isn't clean in flint so uh, we uh, there's a way in which this gaslighting is par for the course and we need to not just otherize it as uniquely bad and part of the nazi ideology as opposed to like just an awful part of being in america and now what i think is virtuous about this whole struggle is that there's no way you're going to redeem hitler and that's not how this discourse goes I'd like, like, that's too entrenched. What it can do is bring America appropriately and right-size America's esteem for itself. And when we come to understand that we're no better than the Nazis, it's just that our enemy is, like, degraded. Before on Twitter, I wrote that. There are two ways, like... Like, there's a way in which Hitler was more impressive because he had to take a population that was in power and then, like like churn up the the roots of anti-semitism and formalize it and then exact it whereas american presidents they don't have to do that you have built a racial hierarchy a country that's like built on racial hierarchy from the top down and from the bottom up so american um so whereas hitler was driving a model t and, you know, Leopold was on a horse. Hitler was driving a Model T. American presidents just have to walk in and press, like, start. They're like driving a Prius. The Prius of racism. It's easy because it doesn't, it, like, everyone's so comfortable with black degradation and, like, the permanence of it. I mean, we live in a country of, like, a capitalist country where black people don't own anything. So pretty much, like, our life is determined by the people who own stuff and we don't own stuff. So, like... And the moment we did start owning stuff, that would make it very interesting. Like one of the reasons why there isn't a broader push for reparations is that people know that if black people actually had a fair share of resources and capital and the, the means to protect their resources and capital and power, the South, we might have another civil war. 
because that means whites would have to give up something. Power is a zero-sum game. Like black people would be saying, would have to would be able to say no um, in a way that that the whites would feel like is an affront to their quality of life and way of life, and that would that would either end in the GOP taking over. Uh, government and then instituting death camps or it would end in a civil war or there's like a 40% chance that would it would go smoothly but I'm in Georgia right now and I'll tell you right now it would not black people having black people are a third of Georgia black people having a third of the land and power and discretionary resources would not go over very well with the whites who are used to running things without actually having to accommodate um, an independent too many independent black voices. By the way, if you appreciate anything I'm saying, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in five, fifteen, or fifty dollars because you're not going to find this too many other places. But I want to draw down the the link between Ye and Deion Sanders, and it is in Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi, named after Andrew Jackson, a school of people who are duty bound to honor a genocidal maniac. Duty bound to honor a genocidal maniac because that's who the whites wanted for the black school, for the black town that ended up with a black school. Jackson, right? That's also the black town that can't even control its water because the, the white Mississippi legislature that is still based in that town doesn't really care if black people have clean water and wants to punish the black mayor of that black town um, in any way that the state legislature can, right? So now if black people had more self-determination, there would be a war. There would be a war and it might end in camps or it might end in a genocide, but they don't. So like, we don't have to know, the whites don't have to express personally how committed they are to the racial hierarchy in the way that the Nazis did because black people don't have any power they, they, they don't have they, they they wear their jackson state um uh, they they wear their jackson they have to tell themselves a story about why they have to wear their jackson state university um uh, sweatshirt with pride in their genocidal maniac for whom the whites named their school after so this notion that the nazis are like had a unique evil ideological disp uh, um, uh, uh, disposition is actually not only is it empirically false it actually confuses the space and the rhetoric we need to get from here to racial justice and it confuses the quality of whites um, who we've let decide what counts as baby and bathwater because when I say that like well you know you have to appreciate uh, Andrew Jackson, you can't throw out the baby with the bathwater, but you can throw out Hitler because he's bathwater. Maybe Ye doesn't want to let you decide what's baby and what's bathwater. And why are you, you so comfortable with the distinctions that white people have uh, like given you about what's the, like, what counts as baby and what counts as bathwater? Right? Um, so Jackson State University, degraded conditions, prime time, prime went to Colorado, University of Colorado, where like there's going to be clean water and everything he touches works. 
because if you've been around too many black institutions because they're made by you know a degraded poor like people who carry a lot of liabilities not everything works the way it should <laughs> um i suspect that jackson state has roaches in a way that maybe uh, cu boulder doesn't everything's going to be nice everything's going to work the first time you flip a switch things are just going to happen um in a way that maybe flights are just going to happen in a way that maybe they don't happen when you're at jackson state university and you know Deion sanders isn't like obama he didn't take a public service job he, his job was to go there and win football games he won a lot of football games and brought in a lot of money and now he's leaving to a better job uh, a better job for him now obama had a public service job so when he sold out black the entire struggle for a netflix job and uh, for a netflix deal and a book deal and a house in the hamptons that's a bigger deal because that was a public service uh racket dion uh, dion's job was to turn an hbcu into a dominant football powerhouse and he did that he did that um and so you know they both got a lot out of each other Whereas the relationship between the black community and Obama is more markedly one-sided, right? So in thinking about Kanye, you have to think about a few things. You have to think about how he, other people think that they get to police who he likes. We have to hate the white people that white people want us to hate. We have to hate Trump. Kanye's like, no, what if I want to like Trump? And we have to like and we can't like the white people that other white people tell us we can't like. We can't like Hitler. But we have to like Madison. We have to like Jackson. We have to be honored. And we have to like, like represent them as part of America. So he can like, that control over black feeling that Kanye is playing with is actually very important. He's off script. The last person I saw off script like this was, like I said before, Cynthia McKinney. And you know, we know what happened to her. She went to obscurity. They didn't like a free Negro. Kanye, you can say, well, he's not crazy. He's not, he's not sane. He's not smart. Yeah, but he's off script. So I'll take the guy who's not, like, who doesn't read books and, um, you know, may have a mental illness, but is off script. I think he might be more useful for this time in America than someone like Barack Obama who reads books comes out with a book list and is very much on script as he told you that Flint's water is clean and that there is nothing he could do about like, you know, reparations. Right? So, um, think about, think about how Dion, if you have a little homework, think about, in your mind, think about how Dion Sanders at Jackson State University and named for Andrew Jackson a homicidal maniac, a genocidal maniac, and homicidal, the guy was a general, um, a genocidal maniac, and Kanye West, who is now um, being tarred for praising, for other, for both siding a genocidal maniac they have in common. Like, Deion Sanders is being pillared for not committing to an institution named for a genocidal maniac and Kanye is being pilloried for saying that there's something to be said for, you know, a genocidal maniac. And that's the black, that's the black 
position right now. Like that's the dance black people have to have. We have to like the white people that the genocidal maniacs that white people tell us to like and not, and, or at least be okay with the, that's it. We have to be okay with the genocidal maniacs white people tell us to be okay with. And we have to be upset at the genocidal maniacs and not be okay with, with the genocidal maniacs that white people tell us we can't be okay with. And we have to pretend because, and this is something that might, there's a certain ethnic group slash religion that needs the Nazis to be uniquely bad. Um, and that, and pushes that angle in a way that distorts our entire discourse around what constitutes an evil culture. Right? If so, um, and because that because the Nazis being uniquely evil doesn't allow us to say that actually Americans are evil in the same way. But the thing is, Americans are evil in the same way, and that's the discourse we need to have. And if we're going to deal with our own issues at home, but once again, if you like. The um, if you appreciate what I'm doing, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com. Kick in five, fifteen, fifty dollars. And the only reason, like I said, I suspect the only reason we don't have we don't see more death camps. I mean, we had them, a lot of bombs and pogroms in the United States. The only reason is because the nation is already structured, antecedently structured to subordinate black people. So there is no real challenge at the community level to white power. Um. I mean, Obama got elected by saying, I'm not going to challenge white power. <laughs> there is no such thing as white power. Right. Um, and so that's where we are. And I, I vehemently argue against the notion that black feelings should be controlled as a matter of a white project. Kanye gets to have a, it's okay, it's complicated relationship with who, if Kanye has to have an it's complicated relationship, is mandated to have an it's complicated relationship with the white founding fathers, then he can have an it's complicated relationship with Hitler, right? So, whereas Kaepernick kneeled, <laughs> because he didn't want to represent the United States and that was uncalled for. Kanye is on the other side. He's tippy-toeing. He's saying that like, well, you know, bad things the United States do, there's something to be said for that and, you know, both sides and bad things other people. So like he's too far into it and he's not into that middle that, that white America, that kind of pathological middle that white America needs of black people. Um, uh, so Kanye was on his tippy-toes the American flag and praising the genocidal cultures of, you know, kind of modern capitalist democracy. And um, Kaepernick was on his knees, uh, took a knee, and neither one of those are fit for the status quo of black degradation, which is what all of the haters on both sides just want to promote, the status quo of black degradation. Right, so... Kanye gets to think that it's he gets to have an it's complicated relationship with Hitler. If if you think 
that we get to have in its complicated relationship with Andrew Jackson. And if you don't think we get to have in its complicated relationship with Andrew Jackson, what are you doing spending money with his name on? What are you doing supporting Jackson State? Well, it's because you have an it's complicated relationship with Andrew Jackson. So you get to keep your relationship, Kanye gets to keep his. And anyone who tells you um, that it's not, that's not okay, well, they just want to police your feelings in a way that's not exactly consistent with racial justice or the truth about the degradation black child slaves um, have, have suffered, right? And they want to tell you what's baby and what's bathwater. And I'm saying that like, well, you know, you get to decide. You get to decide. All right, thank you for your time. I will see you on Thursday with a completely different show. Peace.